Welcome to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from Arizona Public Media. I'm Steve Jess. Coming up today, an abortion argument at the state Supreme Court. Tucson wants higher paychecks for some workers, but it might get a lawsuit instead. And Taylor Swift gets her own bill in the Arizona legislature. Topping today's news, the future of abortion access in Arizona is now in the hands of the state's Supreme Court. Justices heard oral arguments Tuesday morning in a case that will determine if abortions will be allowed up to 15 weeks in Arizona or banned almost entirely. From KJZZ Radio in Phoenix, Catherine Davis-Young reports. Since Roe v. Wade was overturned, Arizona has grappled with which of two abortion laws to follow. Doctors for about a year have been able to provide abortions up to 15 weeks based on a lower court's interpretation of the laws. But attorney Jacob Warner with Alliance Defending Freedom argued lawmakers never wanted to repeal Arizona's near-total ban from the 1860s when they wrote the 15-week law. The legislature has given express direction, the pre-Roe law, Section 13-3603 is the winner if we have to choose. But Andy Gayona, attorney for Planned Parenthood Arizona, told the justices the reason this issue is now before the court is that lawmakers were not clear. What the interveners are asking you to do and what the legislative leaders who filed an amicus brief are asking you to do is to impose through an opinion, that which they could not secure the votes in the legislature for. It could be months before the justices announce their decision. Whatever they decide, abortion advocates are already pursuing a 2024 ballot measure that would expand abortion access far beyond either of the laws being considered. Catherine Davis-Young, Phoenix. Tucson city leaders are setting the stage for a potential conflict with conservative state lawmakers over construction wages. The all-democratic mayor and city council voted unanimously Tuesday afternoon to write an ordinance requiring workers on most large city projects to be guaranteed the prevailing wage in the city. The federal government has had similar regulations for decades, and Mayor Regina Romero wants Tucson to be the first city in Arizona to follow suit. It helps to stabilize families and protect construction workers who, by the way, are often the victims of wage theft and misclassification. Several representatives of building trade unions voiced their support. Bill Ruiz with the Western States Carpenters Union says it will improve his members' quality of life. They build hospitals they can't afford to get care at. They build hotels that they can't afford to stay at. Voters in 1984 passed a measure outlawing prevailing wage regulations in Arizona, but Democratic Attorney General Chris Mays says that law has been superseded by one voters passed in 2016, allowing cities to set and regulate their own minimum wages. Her opinion, issued this summer, has yet to be tested in court, though. That may come if the city council approves the new prevailing wage ordinance next month. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Tucson, in partnership with the Border Patrol's Tucson sector, recently intensified the consequences for migrants who make multiple attempts to cross the border unauthorized. More on that story from Danielle Kamara. The United States Attorney's Office for the District of Arizona filed charges against 133 people for entering the country unauthorized during one week in November which was up from 91 the previous week before the enhanced consequences began. 
The Tucson sector has also presented more than 500 federal criminal cases in the last four weeks, which were primarily for unauthorized entry and re-entry by people who were previously deported. The Department of Homeland Security recently detailed three additional prosecutors to the federal court in Arizona to help with the increase in prosecutions. I'm Danielle Kamara, AZPM News. Shelter services helping migrants in the Tucson area say they're looking for interpreters and other volunteers as they respond to an increasing number of people arriving from the border. Hundreds of migrants are waiting days to be processed by the Border Patrol after crossing the border in Organ Pipe Cactus National Monument. Customs and Border Protection says that's overwhelmed resources and prompted the Lukeville Port of Entry to close. Diego Pina Lopez with Casa Alitas, the organization housing migrants in Tucson, says they don't know how many migrants they're dealing with until the people arrive on their doorstep. Pina Lopez says that's partly because the Border Patrol is sending some people elsewhere, such as El Paso, after they've been processed. The Arizona Commerce Authority plans to open five new trade offices in countries across the globe over the next several months. Kevin O'Shea with the Arizona Commerce Authority told a House panel the Commerce Authority plans to open offices in Canada and the United Kingdom by the end of the year. He said it also plans to open offices in Japan, Brazil, and India in early 2024, raising the total number of trade offices from 6 to 11. He says the state uses those offices to encourage foreign investment in the state and help Arizona companies market themselves overseas. The University of Arizona Faculty Senate has voted to call for an external audit of the university's finances. The move is in support of an initiative the Department of Hydrology and Atmospheric Sciences faculty voted unanimously in favor of last month. The chair, Dr. Leela Hudson, says the vote does not entail how the audit would be paid for. This would be a, a largely symbolic vote supportive of the unanimous resolution in the College of Hydrology and Atmospheric Sciences. It doesn't specify what type of an audit it would be. The proposed audit would be in addition to one conducted by the university and another by the state auditor general. U of A leadership is expected to present its plan to mitigate its financial crisis tomorrow evening. Part of the financial shortfall is due to overspending in colleges, loans to athletics, and what the president calls moonshot projects. A recent report from Arizona's Water Agency shows a steep decline in groundwater levels in every large basin, mainly due to agriculture. Cameron Sanchez reports from KJZZ. A state law passed in 2022 requires the Department of Water Resources to assess Arizona's groundwater basin supply and demand each year at the beginning of December. According to the department's first annual report, all but the smallest basin are seeing rapid water decline. Sarah Porter, director of ASU's Kyle Center for Water Policy, says the report's findings are unsurprising. The groundwater in aquifers in Arizona is mostly what's called fossil groundwater. It took thousands of years for the water to get there. And um, humans have figured out ways of withdrawing the water a lot faster than, than it replenishes. In three of the seven basins studied by ADWR, agriculture accounts for at least 98% of the basin's water usage. Cameron Sanchez, Phoenix. Tucson is expanding its efforts to reduce the amount of food waste reaching city landfills with a new at-home composting program. As Hannah Cree reports, the program starts this January. 
The new Food Cycle at Home program is asking volunteers to collect their food scraps to create compost for community gardens. Jose Garcia of the city's Environmental and General Services says diverting organic material from landfills can have a big impact on the environment. Every single day, green waste, food waste gets buried. All that, over time, just builds up and starts creating uh, harmful greenhouse gases. A lot of methane, a lot of uh, sulfur. By reducing the amount of organic waste that goes directly to the landfills, uh, they're reducing greenhouse emissions. Thanks to a partnership with Tucson Community Gardens, the compost made from citizens' scraps will be delivered directly to growing centers around the city. Collection starts January 2nd. Participants are given a free bucket when they sign up, and so far there are six collection points around the city. I'm Hannah Curry, AZPM News. An Arizona lawmaker wants the state to crack down on the use of bots to buy up popular concert tickets and resell them to the public at sky-high prices. Wayne Schutzke reports. A new bill sponsored by Representative David Cook, a Republican from Globe, would make it illegal to use bots to circumvent website features meant to limit the number of tickets individuals can buy to concerts, sporting events, and other entertainment. Under the bill, individuals could be fined up to $10,000 for each violation. Cook says he nicknamed it the Taylor Swift bill because he first became aware of the issue during the megastar's most recent tour. But he says the problem is faced by fans seeking to attend other popular events as well. You go to the site and it says they're sold out, but yet it goes to another site that has all kinds of tickets at a much higher rate. Seven Democrats have signed on to co-sponsor the bill, and Cook says he believes it will receive even wider bipartisan support during next year's legislative session. Wayne Shutsky, Phoenix. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. When you can't catch our on-air newscasts, you can always get up to date here. Be sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll be back tomorrow.